With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. First thing in the morning When I wake up Thank God for life Look in the mirror, baby, it's on the best Whenever someone says to me, can I just see you? 
or can I just talk to you, or can we just FaceTime real quick? For me, especially the type of people that follow me, um, that's a big deal, right? So that's like something's going on, and I don't ever want to be the reason that somebody went off the deep end, or I don't ever want to be because I couldn't speak to this person, you know, that they, not that it would be my fault, but I would feel responsible because when we're walking in our purpose, this is what happens, right? So I had a conversation with her, and I told her the rule number one, I could see she's exhausted, um, and I have to call her today to check on her make sure she's okay. And I don't really share a lot of what we do outside of the Internet, but those of y'all that know me personally or if you look at the way that I speak or the way that I post, you know that I'm, I, I be doing stuff, right? So then I have my other baby girl um, call me from Haiti, you know, and, and a lot of people didn't realize that we were just in uh, Scorpio season. Scorpio season was huge, so a lot of people left relationships alone, started new relationships, had new love interests. And then so you mix all that going into Capricorn season and the moon itself was in cancer, you got a lot of emotional turmoil going on if you're not careful. And the eclipse, you know, this is just, this is a huge train. And then something's going on with Pluto and Neptune right now, you know, where doors are being closed and things are being, you know, the eclipse is really all about your shadow self, right? So if you're uncomfortable with your shadow, those of us, especially those of us who are natural-born moon children and my actual sun is in Cancer and my moon is in Capricorn, I'll, I'll give you that, that means I'm easy peasy, you know, I'm I'm breezy, right? So I don't appear as a normal cancer until you see me start having tantrums and crying and shit and fucking, you know, praying to the water. You know, this is, you know, my these are my rituals. So I ended up doing a bath ritual, which you guys know that I own, 716cbd.com. Um, we're actually getting ready to go live on Amazon very shortly here. And you know if I'm telling you this, it's already here. And so we have a lot of big things coming up for 2020, 2021, all the way into 2022 to grow the band, to grow the brand and to grow the business. But one of the main things that I do is I create bath bombs with my own hands, with gloves on, of course, that have ritualistic uh, properties to them, meaning that I don't go in there making them when I'm sick or I don't go in there when I have malintent because me and my significant other or me and my beloved are having an argument or whatever. I don't touch anything when I'm when I'm angry because that energy gets transferred, right? So we have to learn to transmute energy. So I had a conversation today where I was talking about how I was going to try to transmute, you know, certain energies that I have and then with his certain energies that he has, we can call demons energies or whatever, because we have to figure out a way to dispel of them because if you don't, things overflow. So one of the tools that we use for that right, is to have a safe space where you're able to practice, where you're able to dispel that anger or that lust or that sexual energy, whatever. So I saw a lot of you guys talking about the moon water, and I'm, you know, listen, I'm just a very ancient, old soul, right? So whoever is coming through with me, probably, you know, Azili Frida, one of them, Dantor especially, is very old and ancient. So I don't think that our ancestors were out in the middle of Haiti or in the middle of Africa looking for amethyst, looking for selenite, looking for specific crystals, because who told you that? The magic or whatever it is that you're seeking is all within you. So my power is in my words, right? With someone else, especially like a male counterpart, his his power may be in his physicality, his, his ability to physically do things. That's not my power, right? My power is in words. 
So whatever I say is what goes. And not just that my word is bond, but that's a very powerful tool for me. If I say it, it's going to happen. So I don't even joke with myself about that. I don't say mean things to myself. You know, we sit there, like, for example, I know that I need to lose, like, let's say eight pounds, right? I don't even joke with myself and say that I'm fat. I don't, especially coming from a diagnosis that was actually so rare that the tumors that I had, because I don't smoke, I, I don't get perms, I didn't eat pork, I don't eat red meat a lot. I, you know, so everything that everybody would think would happen when you get a fibroid tumor, that's not what happened to me. I literally was living my best life, and then this hot mess of a situation happened. And so when you have a situation like that, you know, you start to look at life a little bit differently because you're like, yo, I just almost died, for real. Like, You know, so I look at people and I listen to my ancestors. So if you're in a place where you can't hear, some people might think it's their conscience talking to them or they may think, oh, I don't, I don't believe in ghosts and whatever. You would be very silly to think that this is just your first time on this axis. And this, it's your first time in this realm, but it's not your first time here. You know, so we honor our ancestors by staying healthy, being happy, functioning with no malintent, and being because you are who you were when you got here. So I went to um, a reader, right, which is also a divination tool, because sometimes I read for a lot of people, you know, if if that's a secret, it's out now. Um, But I don't use it as, like, for example, I know what I'm going to do within my relationship. So if I'm in a loving relationship or a love-type relationship, I know exactly what I'm going to do. I can 90% of the time exactly tell you how that relationship is going to end, what's going to happen, what's going to be our flaw, because this is what I do. I'm the mother of the zodiac. I'm a cardinal sign, which means that you cannot shut me up if you tried. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to run all over everything, and I'm going to get my way, because if I don't get my way, I don't want it. But my way is the healthy way, the happy way, the best way, right? Mutable signs are different. Malleable signs are different. My sign is very specific, and it's not just my sign as an excuse, right? It's This is just literally when I was born, this is who I am. So we went to a woman, her name is Susie Wu. She's out in um, Chictawaga, and I went to her New Year's Eve, and I didn't get a chance to talk about this. And she, she had a lot of tools, but for the most part, most people that use tarot and things like that, which, again, I'm going to reiterate, is not from the devil. It is literally the Egyptian art of cartomancy. They used to play this while they were painting their hieroglyphics in the pyramids just for divination tool, meaning that if you're unable to read energy or your partner's energy, these are just tools that are going to help you do that. I don't think that anybody should be getting a reading more than once in a 90-day period, but that's just me because you was who you was when you got here. You knew exactly what you were going to do. When you see a dude, you don't need to meet a dude in a club or a bar and go do a reading on him. Because you already know what you're going to do with him. You knew what you were going to do with him. So the only time I go to the cards is when I am vastly confused. And so I, I spoke about that on my Tell the Truth Tuesday show. Um, I think it was, in, uh, it was in December, early December, because I was very confused because I never have, you know, two love interests. Not that the other was, but two, two men that I'm interested in at the same time. Because the minute that I meet somebody, I can sense your energy. I know what you want. I know what you need. And if I'm with it, then maybe we could talk. But lately, I've not been so shallow, right? Because it, it was bestowed upon me by my ancestors that I needed to go sit down. Literally sit the fuck down. 
you know, not just from men, but just because I'm not getting me, me and my girlfriend come up with this new word. I'm not getting the downloads. I'm not getting and receiving information the way that I should be because I'm I'm cluttered with worrying about what this one's over here doing and this broad is over here, she don't like me, and this is this. This is all negative energy that just distorts your ability to be able to walk in your divine purpose, right? So if you're out here on this earth, right, and you don't even know what your purpose is, you don't need to consult with anybody other than an experienced reader to figure out, like, that's something that you go to a reader for. You don't go to a reader because you like, not love, you like this person and you're just trying to figure out what that mouth do. That that's a low that's a low sacral, you know, you know, chakra, root chakra energy and we don't need to have that. So one of the things I will say is one of my formers had said something about the fact that he can't even date a woman that functions below the heart chakra. Well, he was a goddamn liar, but the point of the matter is is that because if you're functioning above the heart chakra, that means that everything that you do is done out of love. Right? So even when I'm beefing with you, it's not because I'm really angry with you. It's just because I see something maybe you don't, or I see a blind spot that you don't, right? So we were talking about moon water and all these other things and charging the crystals. Dude, let me tell you something. I got a crystal ball in my bed right now. I got a stick of selenite, and the crystal ball is quartz and tourmaline. And it wasn't cheap. But I went, you, you go through these stages. That's something that they don't tell you. You either start with the candles or you start with the crystals and then you start getting into the oils and then you, you don't need to spend a bunch of, and, and I'm sorry to my fellow conjurers, but you don't need to spend a bunch of money to have somebody do root work for you. Really, to be honest with you, and forget Google, you could do it yourself. If you're sitting there and you're still enough and you are walking in your purpose and you are this divine being, you may not be a god yet. You might just be on your king and queen type stuff. But if you're a celestial being, right, and you're made of matter and you exist in this realm, any magic that you need to perform, if that's what you want to call it, you could do it yourself, right? All that, you know, this person put a hex on me. You know why the hex is working? It's because you're doing very specific things that they don't want you to do, right? So you know why, like, I'm not worried about somebody throwing me in a jar or I'm not worried about doing somebody doing a honeypot spell on me and things like that because I, Denise, I'm going to do whatever it is that I want to do anyway. Your spell doesn't have anything to do with it. Now, do I believe in generational curses? Absolutely I believe in generational curses. I'm, I literally thought that I was the super scion and that I had superseded every generational curse that was placed on my family, okay, because there were several. Okay, and guess what? I was wrong because I'm actually fulfilling one of the prophecies right now. And it was something that I said that I wasn't going to do, which technically I'm not doing. But at the same time, I knew that when it came, because, you know, of course, I always talk about beautiful Asia. You know, when we sat down and we had a conversation about relationships and what our expectations were and what we really call certain things, I realized that I was doing the exact same thing that my ancestors for three generations prior to me had done, right? And it's okay because they sustained, it worked out, it was beautiful, okay? Um, and, and here we are, right? So when we talk about tools, we're talking about the fact that you guys will go on Google to down, like, so for example, and, and I talked about this probably about six months ago, Sephora, the the makeup store, tried to have a box. It was called like a Baby Witch Starter Kit or something like that. And hold on, I'm drinking my tequila 
with watermelon cucumber juice. To stop myself from being petty and having a show about haters, but I'll get to that in a minute. We're going to address that because, you know, I don't play that. But um, they tried to have a witch starter kit, and I said, let me guess. It has rose quartz in it for love and amethyst for this, and then, you know, um, I think there was a candle, and there was, like, some oil, and then there was, like, there was something else in it, but it was just so cliche. And so brujas or witches all across the world boycotted this because the number one thing that was not in that box was the directions. The number one thing that we say, just much like a doctor, is first do no harm, right? You can't function in malintent. So I know that there's a lot of people that think that I do dark work or think that I do, you know, know, uh, malicious things. That's not true. I'm allowed to protect myself. I'm allowed to protect the people that I love and the people that are closest to me, and I don't need your permission to do that, right? However, if you cross me, or if you cross anybody that I love or anybody that I consider family, right, you you would pray that I just put you in a jar. And the jar, let, let me tell you something, none of the work that I do came from the Internet. I literally, like I said before, would get a download. Like one time, I, I can't make this up, I'm sitting and I'm seething because I feel frightened, I feel afraid because some man, which I spoke about this on my show, who is at least 350 pounds, came at me real crazy like in the summertime to the point where I was like, you need to like be off earth right now, okay? And because of the nature of the relationship that he had with somebody that I knew and so on and so forth, just a lot, he's just a, a terrible person, right? So I went home and I was thinking about it and something was like, I can't make this up, something was like get two eggs, write his name on the egg, tap both sides of the egg, blow it out into the sink, rinse it down the sink with bleach, take the shell, crush it, throw it outside. I was like, what? Like, because who does that, right? And I did it. And I cannot make this up. Within a two-week period, that person was no longer a threat to me or anybody around me and lost everything, upper respiratory infection. Now, listen, I don't do that. And you know what I always tell y'all? When y'all come out and y'all say things like, make it so that this bra, she lose her hair and stuff like that, that's all malintent. You cannot do that. You know what I say? I say, let the gods do with you what they will. Because trust me, whatever they have planned for you, for messing with one of theirs, right? Because I'm one of theirs. I don't, I don't belong to anybody, but whatever gods are guiding me and whatever ancestors are guiding me right now. I don't belong to no man. I don't belong to no woman. I don't even belong to my parents. I belong to the universe, and I'm here to deliver divine messages and and help people focus on what their purpose is and in healing. I can't make this up. Within a two-week period, he was gone. Upper respiratory infection, money hit, gone. Somebody done went to jail. I could have never in my biggest dreams wished anything like that on anybody. But what you did was you came over there in your mortal self Bothering with somebody's sons or daughters that have been here before, they didn't like it. So when I went to them, like, what am I gonna do? Because when I'm frightened, I'm angry. I'm not like the the punk that like sits in the corner and is like shivering and is like, oh my god, what am I gonna do? No, we finna fight. So I don't care what's going on because if you can't see, you can't fight. If you can't breathe, you can't fight. Right. So those are my my two methods, right? So I'm not even really a fighter. That's not even really what I'll do. But I will 
maim you, I will subdue you so that you can't hit me. And so by any means necessary, whatever that means, you take that how you want. But what you're not going to do is come to my job, have this display of, like, you know, manliness, knowing that if I make a phone call, we'll just tear this whole place up. Because I got people that owe me favors, right? So I'd just rather take it to the ancestors than to take it to the mortal realm and then have them deal with you because that's what I had to learn. Not everything deserves my response. So that brings me to this. You know, I I really have to applaud women um, in the United States of America because we have reached, especially black and Latina women, we have reached a new level of not so much petty, but I don't give a damn, to the sense where we're not letting these men, you know, stop us from getting a bag. We're not letting other women stop us from getting a bag. And we're actually congratulating. Like, Lori Harvey, congratulations to you. Congratulations, boo, because you know what? If Steve Harvey was my daddy, I would date Future, too. I would. If if Marjorie Harvey was my mama, I would date Future, too. You know why? Because y'all up here talking trash about her like she's going to be the seventh baby mama. No, she ain't. She's not going to let that happen. She might be the wife, though. She might be the one that he actually wipes up, and y'all going to be sitting there trying to figure out how. She comes from two pimps. And in real life, her real actual father was a drug kingpin from Memphis. Her uncle was, too. Her mama, literally, Marjorie Harvey, I don't know what kind of voodoo, hoodoo, um, what what she got going on, but it's not sex. Because she's gorgeous. I mean, she dropped that gorgeous. She always was. But the point of the matter is that's not sex, boo. No, ma'am. That What Marjorie Harvey did, married not one cousin, but when he went to jail and got jacked, married the other cousin, had kids to both of them. When they restaurant got raided by the feds, because she had a restaurant, y'all, y'all don't know. I know about anybody that's getting money in the United States of America. I know where it came from, and I know who, who got it, okay? So she was dating a, a, a basketball player at the time that had him go get the restaurant out the feds when they seize it so she could finish conducting business. Now, that right there, that's, that's not pussy control. That's not pussy power. That's some other otherworldly. Listen, Marjorie Harvey write a book. I'm buying a thousand of them, and I said what I said. I don't care, okay? Because I need to know what happened. But I feel like I have Marjorie Harveys in my own family, right? And then Marjorie Harvey on top of that. I mean, we we don't want to talk about it, but let's talk about it. Steve Harvey was married when she met him. She was his mistress for like, Jesus, what, twelve years? And his wife was bad. I mean, it wasn't like his wife wasn't wasn't pretty her body was ridiculous just for whatever reason marjorie harvey had a hold of steve harvey so when he talks about marjorie putting the fur coat on and leaving in his book act like a lady think like a man your boy was still married to his other wife those is not his kids those are her children so you got a man that took control of all your children and gave him his last name what is going on whatever she got i want it now do we know that Steve Harvey has stepped out on Marjorie and this, this, and this? Yeah, but he ain't leaving. And that's the that's the power that y'all women don't understand. It's not always about y'all. Y'all attribute, you know, a man going to the left with something that you have done. What did Marjorie Harvey do to Steve? Nothing. She wake up every day flawless. That's just a man. A man is as faithful as his options. That's what that is. And a man is as faithful as his vision, right? Ninety percent of men are visual. Some of them are cerebral. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to say y'all are dumb and y'all, you know, whatever. But for the most part, Marjorie Harvey was checking off all the boxes, and Steve wasn't going nowhere. He can't go nowhere. He can't go nowhere right now. You know how much money that man has made that she's entitled to because she's been married to him for a million years. So I applaud Lori Harvey. 
get Future to marry you with all them children, but just be worried about them checks because he got about seven, eight of them, okay? So I like when I see stuff like that because I can't wait to see how it's going to play out because, trust me, she was with Diddy and his son, so they think everybody thinks everything is about sex. It's really not. You got to get in his head before you get in the bed. Obviously, Future is not trying to let Lori Harvey go because they was already together about a year or so ago. So when you talk about divination tools, right, I had a situation that happened in, like, 2017 that's actually coming to fruition right now. And it was you men just, y'all really kill me, y'all really do, because y'all are the biggest bitches I've ever seen in, in the United States of America. I, I, can't, I can't stop counting on my hands the bitch-made behavior. And this is somebody, I don't even really know him like that, came to me, told me that my shorty was, was hollering at his girl. Now, right there, you was wrong. Because what man does that? You telling on him, even though that's not even my people, I really don't care, um, you telling on him so that I go check it. Like, you see what I'm saying? So, and the girl was just somebody that just, I, I'm not I'm not sleeping with nobody behind that. I'm not, I'm not doing that. Like, you can, you win, okay? So, I know this person. Like, I see this person all the time. I see him with every woman he was ever with, whatever, cute, ugly, trash, you know, whatever. It's none of my business, and I don't care. You're not a love interest of mine. I've known you since elementary school, but that's cool. So I get the message that this person was, like, thinking that one of my homegirls stopped talking to him because of, what did he say, the hater Denise. Hater. Hater. Sir. <laughs> Your name has not come up in conversation. If I'm not hitting it, I don't care what you do. I, I, I couldn't care less, right? And not just that, like, if you mess with birds, you a bird, right? So we don't have nothing to talk about. Why would I tell my friend not to mess with you? For what reason? For what reason would your name even come up in a conversation? No one gives a damn about you. I'm over here worried about Amazon, Prime Shipment, what was going on during the holidays. I got my stuff on the set of the Aretha Franklin biopic down in Atlanta via my baby girl, Brittany. Like, I'm really not worried about you. If you ain't putting no money in my pocket, if you ain't making sure I'm good, I really couldn't care less what you do. So for me to tell my girlfriend not to mess with somebody, my girlfriends are their own divas. They are their own human beings. They're going to do whatever they want to do, just like I'm doing whatever I want to do. They can warn me and be like, girl, you don't think this person is crazy? It don't matter. I'm going to do it anyway. Right, So I would never sit up with my girlfriends and talk about things that I've seen another man do to other women because I'm very clear that my girlfriend ain't them broads. So whatever you did to them, you're not going to do to her. But a hater? Ooh, that upset me, especially since you still speak to me. Mm. You know, I give a lot of respect to women that if they if they rocking with your dude or they creeping with your man or whatever, whatever, you just stop speaking. That's a telltale sign from the 90s. And literally, I, I told you, I had an incident with a girl that I'm actually real cool with now, sweetheart. She's a beautiful girl. I wrote about her in my book, and I told her at my cousin's wedding, I said, the only reason I knock your ass out when I saw you is because of the fact that you at least gave me enough respect that you stopped, sleep, that you stopped speaking to me when you were sleeping with my dude. Now, it caused all kind of drama, you know, because this is something that happened 20 years ago, right? But at the end of the day, I do respect that. 
You understand what I'm saying? Because that's what you're supposed to do. A lot of I don't know how a lot of these young people function now. They all sharing men and penises, and everybody sleeping with the same girl. I can't. I can't do that. If you touched it, I don't want it. Especially because because I have to hold men accountable for the company they keep too. Because you know I, I can't do that. So. To say that I would ever hate on somebody, I want everybody to have good sex. I want everybody to to use their divine power and healing to, you know, because maybe, maybe this person is a healer through sex, but not you, sir. That was some bitch-made shit that you did. I'm going to make sure that this gets posted so that you can listen to it. I might even tag you in it because I have my petty boots on today. But the point of the matter is if you feel like I hated on you, I just saw you like a month ago at my job. You could have came to me, and I did feel that you was cool as a cucumber, but, like, no one cares enough about you. Like, who are you to my friend? I'm very confused. Who are you to my friend that I need to tell her not to talk to you? I don't even know. I, I literally have not known nothing about you since elementary school. I know you wear matching jeans suits. I know you smile a lot, and I know you, you sleep with a bunch of broads, right? But if I've seen that on my job, I think I like my money more than I care about you, Right? So I see a lot of things at my job that ain't none of my business, and I can't. I'm literally in contract, not allowed to say, right? Because if that was the case, I'd be holding all y'all for ransom. So you should probably focus your energy on getting better mates to sleep with, um, making sure that you go into the doctors every year for these checkups, since you like specific types of women, and just focus on that. And if you have a problem with me, I've never had a problem with somebody coming to me being like, "Yo, can I holler at you real quick?" I heard that you said this, this, and this, because even a man to come to me and say, I heard, I've, I've checked out of the conversation. You are a grown man. And I just, maybe, maybe I'm wrong, right, but this is real bitch-made behavior. He's not younger than me. We're the same age. So if anybody got anything they want to say to me, I give you two opportunities per week to call this show. I post them, you, you know, all these other stuff. The hater, Denise, ooh, child, I've been, I've been caught a lot of things, but a hater is never one of them. Matter of fact, I'm the broad that when everything, when your house getting burnt down and everything is, is gone to shambles, I'm sitting there like, and they looking at me like, yo, you knew this whole time? Sure did. None of this is none of my business. If it don't affect me and mine, I don't care. And that's a fact. So we have these issues where we have men that are acting like women right now. So I get, like, that we are walking in our divine feminine and our divine masculine, but don't ever say nothing to nobody else that you want to say to me. Because like I said, y'all see me get on these shows, and I'm very upset because, you know, when I when I put my heart into something or when I try to be nice to these hoes and they try to betray me, I'm just like, you? I don't, you ain't even my type. You know, not the particular person that, that mentioned, but I'm just saying, like, over the years when I wasn't in a healed space, I'm picking up trash off the street and trying to love it and make it not stink. And, and trash is just trash. You have to leave it on the side of the road. You're supposed to give bums spare change, not pussy. And I had to learn that, right, because you can't heal everybody. So I told you all before, I'd rather take the unhealed demon that knows he's a demon, knows that he's capable of doing great mass destruction, and chooses not to when he's in my presence because of the fact that he knows that's going to trigger me, and now we have a problem. I'll take that all day over somebody that's not self-aware, someone that's not like, you know what, I watch hours of porn, I watch this, I watch that, okay, that's, that's you, that's the unhealed version of you, and we need to just bring that to the forefront, let's talk about it, I don't care, so what, I watch it too, 
So the point of the matter is, is that I'll take somebody that's more evolved because the person that's admitting that these are all the things that's going wrong, that's a powerful tool. Because now what you've done is you've acknowledged your demons. Remember I told you all in the show about demons that when you don't acknowledge them, they have a funny way of it, – it's kind of like – Demons are kind of like side chicks, and you know I don't really like side chick. I just only believe in mistress and wife, right? But demons are kind of like a mistress in the sense that if you don't acknowledge them after a while, like even personally or just one-on-one, they're going to start showing their ass. That's how demons are. They're like, oh, you, you, you act like you did all this by yourself. You act like you just, you know, go out in here in life and that you just are this sick, you know, business person and people are afraid of you and people have respect for you just because of you. No, it's because they can sense me. So now your demon's popping out at car washes. They're popping out in the grocery store because they want to be seen, right? So if you acknowledge them, you don't have to worry about that because they're like, oh, okay, they they saying something to me today. All right, you know, I got my little, you know, I got my little tool I got my little, you know, acknowledgement today, we good. It's just like not acknowledging somebody on Valentine's Day. They're going to show out, right? That's what demons do. So, like I said, when it comes to the tools and all that other stuff, you have to understand that the magic is already in you. If if you don't feel like you magic, like, like I told you all before, skip a dick or two. You know, turn down a coochie or two. You know, you don't have to sleep with everybody that throws something at you because what that does is it lowers your vibration. So that if you're sleeping with a bunch of people and then you try to sleep with me, right, I may not catch it in the beginning, but after a while if we keep sharing energy, whether it's just kissing or whether it's just hugging or just intimate, any type of intimate talking every day, that's all intimacy. Intimacy isn't just physical touch, right, which some people need. But what people don't understand is that when you're in tune with somebody, you're going to pick up on things, Right. So if you're picking up on things and it's raggediness and it's garbage, you got to let them do what they're going to do because they're not ready for you. And a lot of y'all won't walk away from relationships that are no longer serving you because you're trying to fix something. So I told you, like, I don't believe in unconditional love. I believe that my love has conditions. You cannot hit me. You cannot degrade me. You cannot talk down to me. You cannot, you know, take my money. You cannot do things that are not based in love. You can't do that. You can't withhold, you know, sex from me. You can't withhold touch from me. You can't do any of that, right? Because if you do that, right, this puts me in a position where now I have to protect myself from the very person that's supposed to be loving me, right? So if you can keep things pure. So, like, the minute that I get into relationships and I have to start playing games like, oh, he didn't call me for 24 hours, y'all know that that's what triggered me into finding out about the last situation I was in because he was like, didn't call for 24 hours. At exactly 24 hours on the dial, he's going to send me a text message. Oh, nah, we, we done read your whole life for filth. You need to be glad I didn't FaceTime your wife for um, brunch. Like, what are you talking about? So the minute that you start playing games, you're never going to play games better than me because the thing is I won't play. I'll just flip the board over and you can just have at it and go, and go find the next ball because I'm not going to do that. Right, because if I have to get into a situation where we playing games and we lying and we're not pure in our intentions, so listen, I don't really care. One of one of my best things that I ever learned is that as long as I get what I want, I don't really care what the person did. I don't really care, you know, what they're doing right now. As long as when we're in a space, it's just me and you. Whether it's my friends, whether it's my child, whether it's my family, whether it's a lover, if it's just me and you and we're communicating and everything is good, anything in the outside world I don't really care about. Now, if you bring that outside world to me, 
and you put me in a position where I have to defend myself or I have to lie or I have to protect you in some kind of way, you owe me a solid. You owe me a favor because I don't have to do that. So that's why when, when, when the conversation came up about, oh, Denise is a hater, Denise is a hater or what? You were never that important to my friend that I felt that I needed to protect her from you because no one talks about you. We don't care. Perhaps maybe she just didn't call you no more because you're just not that guy. And that's a very hard reality for a lot of people to understand. I love telling somebody, oh, you must be with somebody else. No, nah, I'm just, I don't like you. But we was just, I don't, I don't care. I don't like you no more, and that's just how it is. You know what I'm saying? That's just how it is. So my whole thing is, you know, if we can try to keep things pure and not play games and not, you know, get into these situations where we're trying to fool people, the outcome would be a lot better because now everybody is living in their truth. So demons can't function in, in, in the truth. They can only function in a lie because that's where they do their best work, right? When you're lying, trying to disguise them and trying to – so one of the most powerful tools that you have are the downloads that you get from your ancestors. If your ancestors tell you to go left and not right, you should go left. Start listening to them from now on. But if you can't hear your ancestors, a crystal ain't going to help you hear it. Moon water is not going to help you listen to your ancestors. Sage, burning sage, if you are the demon in the house, how is burning sage going to help you and you got all your windows closed? Y'all are literally taking stuff that you see on the Internet or things that you hear about. These are ancient practices. How are you going to do that when you're, okay, so (laughs) this is something funny. So you're burning sage, but you don't open the door or windows. So you're just basically chasing a demon around your house. But for me, I know that sometimes I am the demon. I'm not always the angel in the relationship. I'm not always the angel in somebody's story or situation. Sometimes I'm the demon. So why am I going to burn sage to irritate myself? I'm not. I'm going to burn some incense. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, I get them like a 1,000 a pack. I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a do a conjure. Cooking is a conjure. Soup is a conjure. Anything that you do with your hands is a conjure. Everything that you do is magic. Sex obviously being the highest form of magic, which is why when you mix that with love, you have a powerful, powerful divination tool. You can activate all types of stuff. But when you're out having meaningless sex, all you're doing is leaving a shell of yourself, old condoms, you know, plan B pills and all this other stuff for things that are unwanted. Right? So anything that comes out of a pure relationship, you should be happy for that. If you can hear your ancestors, you're one step closer to being, you know, your your own divine being. If you can't hear them telling you what to do, you got to sit still. Sage, tarot, other divinations, that ain't going to do it for you. It's not going to do it for you. You know, I was told by someone that, that does this, and like I said, this was a 2020 reading. I probably won't go back to her until the end of next year. Um, but she told me some very valuable information from the day I was born. She did my chart. It's like a whole 22-page download. And she was like, when you came on this earth, like some people, she says she sees them coming in and just like standing. Well, I was born near a beach, right? And at the very specific time, she said, I came in at a 45-degree angle. I said, oh, like a pimp you know, like a little pimp walk. And it's funny because I joke like that all the time. And she said, that's exactly how you came in, like you came in from the side. And she said it was like when I got here that I was just like, really, we finna do this again? So it was just a matter of time before I figured out 
okay, I'm supposed to be helping people, I'm supposed to be healing people, but I'm also supposed to be, my biggest lesson, I think, in 2020 is learning how to accept love, right? So a lot of us, you know, one of my tools used to be that I'm going to give so much love, I'm going to give so much love, and then, you know, if you just give this person love and if you just treat them like this, I really was stupid like that. I really was dumb as hell, and I really thought that if I just loved on people just enough that they would love me back in the same way, which is selfish. That's not pure. That's not pure. You give what you can. It's just like if you had a pocket full of money. If you have it to give, you give it. If you give somebody your last, just a word to the wise, let them know that it's your last. Because if you give it to them and they give it back to you and say, I don't want to take your last, that's they're functioning from purity. But you can't be mad at people, especially now during tax time. Some of y'all get a bunch of taxes back. Don't be mad at your little bum boyfriend because he took all your tax money. Don't be mad at him because he knew that was your last and he took it anyway. Is that the type of dude that you really want to be laying up with, wearing matching white Timberlands, which made me almost vomit the other day when I seen that? Y'all got y'all are terrible. So I'm going to leave y'all with, um, you know what, I was listening to Sade not that long ago, and, um, I, you know, I always love Sade. And, uh, but you know what, no, you know what, I'm not going to do that. I forgot to shout out Mary J. Blige the other day because her birthday is the same day as my homegirl, you dear. So we're going to listen to a song that when I was, like, 19 years old, this song came out when I was 19 years old. I was living in New York City. I was at Pace University. And I was so freaking depressed. I was so thin. I was cheerleading. I was modeling. I was doing all this stuff. And um, this song used to come on, and I used to cry. Me and my girlfriend, Cece, used to, like, ball tears. And I actually recently saw Mary J. Um, we were in Toronto. That was the last concert that we saw Sia uh, Kill at. May he rest in peace. And so, you know what, well, I'm going to leave you all with a little bit of Mary J. from 20 years ago.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.